Elder Darrell Patrick is an ordained minister from Bishop T.D. Jakes, the Potter's House Church in Dallas, Texas. He is a passionate man of God who is known by many for teaching and preaching, as well as supporting and enhancing the vision of numerous ministers across the nation. He travels to various churches, teaching seminars, training support staff, and providing consultation for conferences. Elder Darrell has worked with some of the most prominent ministries, booking engagements for Bishop Hezekiah Walker, Evangelist Angie Spivy, and countless others. He also has a knack for fashion design. His work has been seen on BET, Ebony Magazine, and The Hollywood Reporter. Recently, he inspired the development of Project Gideon, a ministry to young pastors across the nation and to leaders under the auspice of T.D. Jakes Enterprises. From faith to fashion, from management to ministry, Daryl Patrick continues to remain relevant in the kingdom and effective in ministry, capturing the intrigue of all who have been exposed to his grace and gifting. Whether ministering himself or assisting others, it is clear that this man is a force to be reckoned with and a catalyst for change. His motto is simply this, it's my destiny to help you reach yours. People of the Gathering Church and distinguished guests, please give a warm welcome and a round of applause for the man of God himself, Elder Daryl Patrick. Let's clap our hands and let's give God some praise in the house. Amen. The one thing that I've learned um, um, in praising God sometimes in coming to church is that a lot of times when people come to church, when we say clap our hands and give God praise, we think they're just clapping our hands and giving God play. Giving God praise is something that we do all of the time. And when you do something, um, brother, a, a lot of the times or, or, or many times, you, you get comfortable in doing it, you know, um, like seeing your wife or saying, you know, hey, honey, you know, you, you do it every day. Uh, uh, it's not the place that you have to remember a lot of times that gives you the mentality uh, to change where you're going. It is, it is the mindset that you have. Uh, so when we say, come on, clap our hands and we give God praise, like we give, like, like today, uh, this week is Thanksgiving. Um, um, uh, and I can show you at least 40 different ways to be thankful. Like, you know, they, got, they, they, they have a t television show called 100 Ways to Die. I can show you 100 ways to give God uh, praise or to be thankful. Because uh, the little boy who gets a toy, he says, Mama, thank you. And it's just a normal thank you. Uh, or or, or the, the, the man who made it off the plane, um, you know, thank you that I landed. Or the pilot said, thank you that I had a safe flight. But if you had a rough flight and you had dropped 10,000 feet, there's a different thank you. Yeah. What I'm trying to tell you, gathering church, there should be a different praise in this house. Because 13 years ago, the devil lost the battle, and God won. Look at your neighbor real good. Is your neighbor? This is the type of service where you give God not an ordinary praise, 
but a grateful praise. Say, neighbor, the fact that we're standing here is really a praise all by itself. Now, give God a praise in here like you know you are surviving. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I want you, if, if you can, I want you to find, you, you have to do it, and you, I want you to begin to just look around um, 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 and just scout out, just because you don't know what I'm going to do, so don't get ahead of me. Um, um, I want you to scout out 13 people. You can't count them yet because it's going to take you a long time to count them, but you're going to know them when you get to them. I want you to find 13 people and say, we survive. At, when you get to the 13th person, somebody probably next to you is going to be shouting or dancing. That's the 14th person telling you by this time next year, this is what we're going to be doing. Huh. So what I want you to do, find 13 people say, we survive, we survive, we survive. Just go right out throughout the crowd. I know some of y'all don't move. I know some of y'all don't want to get up. You all really talking out of your breath. It's okay. I'm a prophet. I see you. It's all right. Yeah, 13, 13 people. We survive. Now, you got to be careful because you make it get next to the 14 person. Shout on the way up here. Yeah, we, we survive. But by this time, here. God is going to do something exceedingly abundantly above all we can absolutely according to the power that worketh in us. Brought us through. Yeah. Yeah. He brought us through. You should be shouting on your way back to your seat by now. You should be shouting on the way back to your seat by now. Hallelujah. Put those hands together and give God a praise in this house. Hallelujah. hands together and give God praise for the bishop, the archangel of this house, Pastor Shadrick and his lovely wife for 13 years of faithful service. Come on, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Mr. Solomon, if you can give me a little volume and a bass in this. Um, I don't have much hair. I didn't. Um, actually, I normally am bald headed. I shave my hair because as you see that it's um, coming out. Um, it is something hereditary um, that um, happens. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A sound man and a musician to a preacher is like gas and jet, like gas and propeller to a plane. That's why personally you got to make sure in this season of your of your life, this is not the season to be connected to defeated people. Yeah, yeah. I must really warn you in some kind of way. I feel like preaching. Yeah, I, I, I feel uh, like preaching. Um, tell it to a preacher. Um, I know it don't look like it. I probably like Kurt Franklin or 50 Cent or somebody. Um, but if I were on the street, I would give you the look like I feel like fighting. A husband, when you come home, All right, come regardless on. of what she have on. Oh yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. You do that, let me do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 What I'm trying to tell you is that I wouldn't waste gas or get on a bus if I didn't feel like being in the house of God. Yeah. And the, and the thing and the dangerous thing to do is 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 to be in a place where you're not satisfied. What am I saying? I'm trying to tell you that that don't let your situation kill your revelation. Yeah, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God's getting ready to do something in my life. And I'm really, really excited about it. I'm so excited about it. I got the can't help it. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't know why. I, have you ever woke up in the morning and you didn't know why? Sound man, I love you. You didn't know why. You didn't know why you had a joy. You didn't know why you had a, a, a pep in your step. You, 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 didn't, you didn't know why you, you had it. You know, uh, 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 in about 30 minutes, the Cowboys will be playing and, and I'll be preaching. But while I'm preaching and praying, I'll be praying for them all at the same time. You got to have a re the, the whole city of Dallas, 8.5 million people are excited because one rookie is learning how to throw a football. Y'all not going to talk to me here. Shabbat. What I'm trying to tell you is that all God needs is for one thing, for one thing to happen. Well, all God is looking for, for you to do get one thing in your life correct. Or that one word, or that one joy, or that one peace, or, or that one thing. I don't know who I've come to preach to, but, 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 but look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, I feel like I'm one step away. One moment away for something big happening in my life. I just dare you just walk through just just Y'all may have to Thirteen years of 
faithful ministry. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's grab our Bibles and move expeditiously to the word of God. Amen. Genesis chapter 18 was where our assignment would be. I must warn you that I, I really don't feel like um, um, so much as I have a sermon um, as much as I have a prophetic word. Um, when you say prophetic word, people think of personal words. Um, 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 a prophet, uh, um, attributes of a prophet, he has three distinctive gifts that he normally operate in, which is uh, um, one of them is prophecy, foretelling something futuristically. And when we hear that today, because we live in a social media selfish generation, we, 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 we tend to think that, okay, he don't give me a word, he don't give me a word, he'll give me a word. Sometimes the word is not for you, sometimes the word is for the house, but you apply it to you. Yeah. And, and, and word of knowledge is a personal word. You know, if I say, you know, woman of God, your left knee is hurting, it's specifically for you. Um, um, and then a word of wisdom, if I tell you, you know, um, your boss is going to give you, is giving you problems, but da 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 da, this is how you, you know, fix it. Uh, uh, Samuel did the same thing when he said, uh, I can't go down to Jesse's house and tell you that, you know, one of your sons is going to be king. And God says, take a heifer. That's word of wisdom. That's word of wisdom. That, that's not for, that wasn't, that word of wisdom was for the prophet. It wasn't for the whole thing. You, you, you got me? So when I say I have a prophetic word, it is not necessarily to your house, but it's for your house. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's move to the book of Genesis. Genesis. Uh, Genesis chapter um, uh, 18. Yeah, Genesis chapter 18. This is 18. And we'll start at verse 1. I'm going to skip around for the sake of time. Uh, I don't want to do, uh, I may do some reading. Amen. When you have it, say amen. 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 When you don't say, wait a minute. Some of you are not going to say nothing because you're embarrassed. <laughs> if you don't know what Genesis is, come to the altar. We'll pray for you right quick. And quick. Amen. 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 All right, you ready? And the Bible says, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the uh, door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said my lord if now I have found favor in thy sight pass not away I pray thee for thy servant let a little water I pray uh, you be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree and I will fetch a morsel of bread and, and, and uh, bread and comfort ye your hearts after that ye shall pass on therefore are ye come to your servant and they said so do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent, hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready. Tell somebody, say, get ready. Get ready. 
uh, quickly three measures of fine meal, knit it and make it um, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it unto a young man and he ha uh, had hastened to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree and they did eat. And they said unto him, where is Sarah thy wife? <laughs> and he said, behold, underline those three words in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door. Underline, in the tent. Which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying after I am waxed old shall I have pleasure. My Lord being so old. And the Lord said unto Abraham wherefore did Sarah laugh? Saying, shall I surely bear a child when I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, tell somebody, say, set time. Set times are for set people. I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, my Bible says in another translation, lied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, this is when you know you're dealing with a true prophet, nay, but thou did laugh. And that is the word of the Lord. This morning, this morning, our subject, our thought, our theme, our focus this morning is really coming from verse 14 when it said, is there anything too hard for God? Uh, 13 years is a long time um, to be um, in ministry. And, and unless you um, um, know what it is to stand behind this sacred desk, um, there are stories um, um, that, that this man of God would never tell you. And one thing that I loved about the graphics and, um, and, and whoever put that video together, uh, it is the best one I have ever seen uh, preaching all over the country. Thank you so much to an excellent church. But our subject today is look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. take the limits off. Yeah, take the limits off. God bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may rest your minds and close your Bibles and get on Facebook and tweet for the next 45 minutes. But because I did not come for, honestly, everybody, I've only come for the certain people who are ready to take the limits off and move to the next level. 
move to the next level. Um, 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 some of the people that may be here visiting, and, and that's good, and you may have to come back when I'm maybe doing a revival or something like that. Uh, uh, I've learned not to um, um, sometimes dumb down what God has given because we have visitors. Uh, that's why, you know, I don't mind being a proud Cowboys fan because there are, there, there are New York Jets fans, you know. There, there are Eagles fans, you know, and um, um, that's why I don't believe in watching football in church. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because I am a avid fan of my team, and 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 if you willing to sh you willing to make me uncomfortable when you make a touchdown, I'm willing to make you uncomfortable when we make a fumble from you. So sometimes in church, sometimes every now and then, I I I, I, I don't um, cater to the the people who don't understand because uh, uh, sometimes we think church is for the unbeliever, um, uh, and it is church is for all people. But like when you read the book of Corinthians, uh, you read the book of Romans, and, uh, and it said all have sinned and come short. He wasn't talking to sinners. The Bible is written to mostly church people. Church people who were doing certain things. And so uh, this is a tailor-made word. So, so one of the things that you have to understand in a service like this, with a man of God like this, in a moment like this, you have to understand that words like this matters because sometimes it could set the next course of your life and your destiny. That's why you have to make sure you don't, um, uh, just because you, you, you see something every day or go somewhere every day or thinking that this is an ordinary service, no, you would never see this day, this moment, this hour, this time again. And sometimes you 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 have to be um, um, you have to come to church. Sometimes we come to church and we come to church and we, you know, you know, Sunday, you know, twelve thirty, I'm gonna get through. Yeah, you you cool. Fine, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. That's that's your perspective. And and then there's some of us, you know, we we we're at church and you know it's normal and you know we. We got our game face on, you know, um, and we're good. And then there's some of us, we, 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 we're like this. Oh, he just needs to say one word. Just, 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 just one word. I, I, I just want these people who, who've come to church and you're like this, just go ahead and stay like this. If you won't bother me, I promise I won't bother you. And and those of you who like this and you want to be sedity and stayed and observed, I promise. I won't mess. You won't. If you won't mess with my message, I won't mess with your attitude or your weave. I I, I won't do nothing with that fake Gucci purse that you have. I won't do nothing. I won't call you out with the three men that you had last night. I won't say nothing about you because I'm not bothered by you. Yes, I am a prophet. Do not play. But I've only come to talk to the people at the gathering church who are like, like, I just need a word. I just know that any day, any moment, any hour, any minute who's coming, I just know I'm waiting on the word. I, I, you're not coming to church. Those people didn't come to church for a revelation. These people came to church for a confirmation. I want him to confirm something that I've already been praying about. That I've already been believing God about. That I've already been, 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 been searching the Holy Ghost about. That's why I said, that's why I said earlier, don't let your situation dictate your to dictate your revelation because your revelation is by this time next year God is going to do something spectacular in my life. Now to all of you who I've come to 
preach to who are like this, I want you to jump on your feet and turn around and say, any day now. Yeah, any day now something in my life is gonna switch. Any day now something in my life is gonna turn. Any day now something is getting ready to move with my life. Hallelujah. Clap those hands and give God the praise. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. You 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 must understand that because um, that's why the Bible clearly declares that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual powers and, and weakness in high places. And that's because you are sitting in this, this, this physical building. It does not mean that I am also just sitting here with you alone. I am also aware of this natural ability. Don't worry about it, Clipping. I'm good. Just treat me like you treat him. I am good good trust me trust me i'm good we need to switch this mic we good i'm good but right now i want you to focus upon me because i want you to understand that when god get ready to do something in your life he he, he, he always would do it and always would do it when he gives you one word one word god is not busy in doing uh big things in big crowds He's not busy doing big things in big crowds. Uh, I, I was telling the man of God uh, uh, on our way here, I was saying some people think because um, um, uh, I, 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 I dress um, the bishop and, the, and do fashion and things like that. I did not start out with a, a knack to get up in the morning. Uh, honestly, what I have on today, uh, honestly, is something that I had four meetings Saturday and, and, and to make sure I did not miss my plane because I knew there was not another plane coming this way I had to make sure that I was at the airport at least two hours early so 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 I ran in my house and I literally literally uh, uh, if you saw you, you you know that you know uh, my house is not uh, my house is not nasty uh, it's just got a lot of clothes everywhere because the lady who comes to help me clean up uh, 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 is sick and 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 this clothes is everywhere uh, but I literally I'm not I'm not I'm not lying to you I literally went through my other little room where all my clothes are and I literally said okay we'll do this suit we'll do that shirt we'll do this, 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 this and that was it I was packed I promise you in eight minutes out the door Eight minutes out the door. When I got in the car, I said, dog, I forgot underwear. Went right back up, grabbed two pairs, and came right back down. I am telling you, and this is what, this is what came out. What I'm trying to tell you, that, that there's something that is easy for everybody else, and there's some things that are hard. But honestly, I, I told him the reason that what people see in me as fashionable or favorable, actually, I used to rest in the ninth grade. Everybody, when we came back from the summer break, everybody was taller than me. So I started dressing up to hide my insecurities. And the thing that I came to hide became the very thing that God used to bring me out. Yeah. Peace, Dale. I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you that, that I was trying to limit myself and hold myself down. But, 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 but. 
but in some kind of way, God used it and gave you favor. And you have to recognize and understand that, 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 that sometimes God has a way of, of, of taking uh, uh, um, uh, an obstacle and bringing those who everybody can't get it. Most of us can see an obstacle and not understand that they get paralyzed and not be able to move. But, but, but some of us can see an obstacle and see an opportunity. That's basically what I'm trying to tell you. But, 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 but in our text today, I love this text. And I love Abraham because Abraham is like one of my favorite characters in the Bible. The reason that he's one of my favorite characters in the Bible is because God just kind of interrupted his life. And, and in the times that we live in today, we really need the word of God. Yeah, we really need the word of God because it is the word of God that's going to allow us to be able to 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 last and be uh, uh, the people who God has called us to be. But 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 but, but it's not popular anymore because we don't we don't hear this type of normally this type of preaching across the board uh, anymore. Uh, we don't hear uh, the word of God just Un, or just unabradedly preached, uh, you know, just the word of God. You know, now in church we have, you know, six ways to, to raise little Johnny and five ways to get, you know, an apartment and two ways, you know, to get you a Boaz and four ways, you know, to become merry and nine ways to become prophetic and 20 ways to grow your church. We, we, we don't hear him born, him, 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 him living, him, him, him dying and him raised up, you know, but I know it's not popular. It's a cuss word in most churches. It's called the gospel. We don't, we normally don't hear, we normally don't hear the gospel. When you hear somebody preaching the gospel, they probably 60 or 70, you know, the gospel because we, we, we think just preaching is just, uh, uh, just, just spiritual, but, but preaching is an art to hear a Ron Brown or, or, or to hear a C.H. Mason. There, 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 there's an art to it. Uh, um, 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 and I'm from Mississippi, you know, uh, they have the little small churches where they just have a bass guitar and just some drums and, and they get in there and, and beat the devil brains out with, with a washboard, you know. Uh, I, I, I just really believe that the new big is really small. Uh, uh, Time Magazine, uh, Time Magazine put up that, 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 that 2016 looked like 1965 all over again. It, it's just it just it feel like we just just we just came out of that, you know. Some of us got PTSD uh, uh, from the election, but 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 you know things didn't turn out the way you want it to be, and 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 you got to realize that some people did things and voted for reasons for whatever known, but you got to understand that time is slowly winding up. I, we don't hear kind of talking like that, but 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 it is the word of God, the word of God, the word of God. One word from God literally can change your life. Tell somebody say one word. Y'all don't have to play. I'm good. I'll tell you. One word from God can literally change your life. When the Bible said that God, the Bible said that in the beginning, God stepped out on nothing. In the beginning, God stepped out on nothing and started creating. In the beginning, God stepped out on nothing. That's why you got to understand a word of God could literally mess up your life. It's just like, it is like, uh, who, who's single in here? Uh, give me a single lady right quick. Just, just come quickly. Come quickly. Uh, I'm going to use you for an example. Single lady right, right here. Uh, mm -hmm. Single lady. You sure you ain't got nobody, right? Because I don't have to fight my way up out of here. 
right. So you sure? Yeah, very single. Now, if I turn around and 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 and, and say, you know, you know, uh, what's your name? Novella. Novella. If I got down on my knee and say, I want you, you know, yeah, yeah, sexy thing, you little chocolate boy, girl, don't play. Yeah, yeah. And I turn around and put three carrots on your finger, and I say, by this time next year, we're gonna get married. We're gonna, you know, take your time and get yourself together. You're gonna move to Dallas with me. I got a 3.5 million dollar home, and it's just me up in there. Sometimes I play hide and seek, try to find myself. <laughs> Y'all ain't talk to me up in here. And I put three carrots on only you, and I promise you that by this time next year, I'm gonna marry you. And then you, 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 you go back and you still live up here but I'm down there making a way for you so 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 somebody so, you know some some little thought come by yeah t-h-o-t some little thought come by and, and, and tell her you you know great hey, mama uh, you looking good and and, and, and and he may be kind of fine to her but she looked down at the three-point ring and say he promised <laughs> yeah she ain't had no win yet but he promised <laughs> see that's what I'm trying to tell you preach that I'm trying one word of God will mess up your life that's what I'm trying to tell you one word from God. Who in here holding on to the word of God? One word from God. That's all God needs is one word. You talk somebody say one word. One word, one word, one word. One word, one word, one word, one word. God needs one word and one man. And when God get ready to do something, he'll shake up the whole foundation. And that's what God did with Abraham. The Bible said that God told Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, he said, get out from thy father's house, thy kindred, and thy kind to a place I will show you. God gave Abraham like what I like to call a divine eviction. <laughs> a divine eviction. That's what the word of God would do. The word of God, he just said, get out, get out, get out. See, the word of God has a way of bringing you out of something, and the word of God has a way of bringing something out of you. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. The word of God has a way of bringing you out of something. And the word of God has a way of bringing something up out of you. Uh, come on back. First, come on back, first lady. Come on back. See, I'm bringing her out from among you. Uh-huh. I'm bringing her out from among you and, and say, uh, 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 see, I brought her out from you. But, but I'm going to show her you beautiful than you think you are even though you may not think that you deserve this I'm going to give it to you anyway y'all don't have to talk to me here that's what I'm trying to tell you in this season in this season of your life God is getting ready to bring you from something and bring you out of where you are touch your neighbor say neighbor I gotta shift my mind yeah, I gotta shift my mind. I know who I'm talking to. This may be really, really weird, but some of you just need to change seats right quick. Find you another seat. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Just find you another seat. Say, God is moving. Yeah, it's shifting. It's shifting. Yeah. A divine eviction. Get out. Get out of thy father's house, thy country, thy kind, until a place I will show you. God gave Abraham a blank check. Get, told Abraham to get out from his covering, his sealed houses, his place of comfort, his place of, of normalcy, his place of, of being um, um, uncomfortable, his, his, his familiar place. He said, get out of thy father's 
father's house, thy kindred and thy kind. Thy father's house is everything that's related to you. Get out from everything that's related to you. Um, get out of thy father's house. Get from thy kindred. Get from everything that's familiar to you. Get from thy kind. Get from everything that you understand that looks like you. Yeah, that looks like you. Yeah, yeah. You have to sometimes be willing to go out on a limb if you really want fruit. Yeah, you sometimes you have to be willing to go out on a limb. Everything that God tells Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, uh, uh, Abraham could really do until God said, and thy seed. And thy seed. Uh, the thing that you have to understand something more about this text more than anything is that Abraham uh, 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 is living in a time where people live for a long time. They live for a long time then. Um, uh, uh, Western culture is a little bit different than, 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 than other cultures. Uh, over here, mostly in, Western, in our culture, we look at everything as black and white. In other cultures, they look at you, what ethnicity are you from? It's, it's, it's not what you say, uh, it's, it's, it's you can tell. Uh, uh, the young graphic guy upstairs, uh, I instantly knew that he was from Nigeria. There was a certain way. It wasn't prophetic. It wasn't nothing. You could just really, really tell. It wasn't until I went to Accra that I realized how much of an African-American I was. <laughs> uh, I, I was just American for 38 years, but until I went to Accra to the gate of no return, I really could see the African in me. Uh, uh, in South Africa, before the apartheid, they said, when the white man came, no disrespect, I'm just talking about culture, they had the Bible and we owned the land, but when they left, we owned the Bible and they owned the land. It's a culture, it's a shift, it's a change, it's how how you see things. Uh, it, over here, you can only marry one wife. Over there, it's fine. It's how you look at it. It's how those things, but it's Bible. Uh, the nation of Israel is, is, is populated, started by four women. It's culture. It's how you see it. It's how you limit yourself. It's how you see things. Do you see the glass as half full or half empty? Do, do, do you see yourself as on your way in or on your way out? Do, 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 do you see yourself that by this time next year, I'm going to be in the same spot? But, 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 or, or do you see yourself that, 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 that every day I'm getting closer to my destiny? Some of you took the bus here, but, but, but can you imagine by this time next month that you may have your own vehicle? <laughs> Y'all gonna talk to me. Y'all gonna talk to me here. Your bank account may have negative in it, but could you really believe that God can literally give you a a 24-hour turnaround. Could you really believe that by this time next year or by this time next month that you blink that you won't even look like that you have right now? Oh, y'all gonna talk to me here. Oh, God. You barely can pay attention, but could you really believe that by this time next week, you can have so much bling on that everybody around you needs shade? Y'all gonna talk to me up in here. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know about you. But something in my life is getting ready to change. As a matter of fact, it's changing with me right now. Cop your hand and say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
the struggle with Abraham and Sarah is that they're wrestling with this baby, this baby issue. They have perceived, perceived that God has given them a word, a vision, perceived, 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 given them a word, be aware of, or spiritual term, discerned. Because you cannot conceive until you perceive first. Yeah, perceive. Until you perceive that somebody is good at what they're doing, you cannot conceive what they are saying. And when you cannot conceive it, you cannot receive it. You got to perceive, the, uh, the woman said, I perceive that thou art a prophet. So she built a room for him on top of the house. When she went into the space of the prophet, he said, I'm going to give you a child. You should have a child by this time next year. She said, don't deceive me. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't do this for a word. I, do, I did this because I perceive you are the word. Mm -hmm. Perceive. I conceive. Because many times when we come to church, or many times in life, we, we, we perceive people by what they have on. Uh, 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 I like to call them labor members. Gucci, Prada, Louis Vuitton, those people. You don't know if this is a real diamond or not, if you're not a real specialist in diamond. Because a real diamond is a reflection of its light. Yeah, you don't know if this is real Gucci or not. Just because it has the name don't mean it's real Gucci or not. You don't know if a hundred dollar bill is really real until you hold it up to the light. Why you have to have everything revealed or light? It's because light is an indication that light and darkness cannot be in the same way. If you really want to make a diamond shine, you don't put it upon the glass. Because if you go to the jewelry store, the jewelry underneath the glass... It's good. That's not real jewelry. That's not, the, that's not the mentality I'm talking about. A real person who got some real wealth will say, I don't want this. Go back there in the safe. The stuff you keep locked up. I've come to the gathering church to talk to some people who've been locked up. Who've been locked up in your mentality. Y'all may have to come preach and come get me because I feel like I may miss my plane. I feel like I may be preaching here at 6 o'clock p.m. in this, this evening. I feel like I came to ship somebody up out of your situation. Find a neighbor. Say, neighbor, I got some stuff locked up in the Holy Ghost. But I need God to release out of my life. Somebody jump up and turn around and say, God, release it. Now they're trying to make it happen. And years and years and years go by. Hey, you got to realize, fellas, you got to realize that our two characters in this text is Abraham and Sarah. Abraham and Sarah. We are scared today in our Western culture to talk about sexuality in church. That's why we have so much same sex because we, people can't see what they can't become. <laughs> they can't see what they can't become. Uh, in other words, the first thing that I noticed when I, got, when I looked in church was the praise and worship team. The praise and worship team was more, the praise and worship team was, was a reflection of the church. Whatever you want in the pew, Put it up front. Whatever you want in the pew, put it up front. It's called exposure. Uh -huh. 
Expose. If you want professionalism in your church, you put professionalism up front. If you want ratchet in your church, you put ratchet up front. Because people always will model what they will become. That's why African Americans, uh, Lee Daniels had to produce a show called Empire so you could see black wealth in your, you could see wealth in your color, in your kind. That was the thing, mother, that behooved me about Africa. Everything over there looked like me, talked like me, sound like me, smelled like me, and, and actually I was the lightest thing around me. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me up in here, but they didn't look at my color, they looked at my kind. See, 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 what I'm trying to tell you, many times we'll get mixed up with color and won't see kind. Uh, I'm not talking about racism. I'm talking about a different race that some of us are running and that some of us are not. Some of you see yourself in your history. I'm talking to the people who see yourself one step away from your destiny. Y'all ain't got to say nothing to me. But I came to tell somebody, if you can take the limits off and come out of the mentality that some of us may have, God can open up the door and pull you out. You don't have room for it. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm getting ready to unpack my fear so I can pack more of my faith. Sometimes we keep looking at being single as being by yourself. No, baby, I may be alone, but I'm not lonely. That is a difference. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, take the limits off. Says the Bible says that 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 we have two characters in this text. Our two characters in this text is Abraham and Sarah. Can I teach for a minute? Abraham and Sarah. Abraham, fellas, represents the extension of faith. You got me, men. You represent the extension of faith. Sarah uh, represents the mind or the womb of faith. Uh, I need a husband and wife who's young enough to do an illustration with me. Won't take but a second. They can come up here right really quick, quickly. Good. I love you. I love you. I love you. It's not cockiness, it's confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got I got you. Husband and wife. Um, um, if you don't mind, just for a second, go sit in my seat until I call you up. When God brought Adam to, uh, uh, Adam represents the, uh, God is, uh, I'm in New Jersey, so I can say this, God is the original OG. Yeah, okay. Old school OG. He's the original OG, but because God made his, the Bible said in the beginning, God made the heavens. Yeah. And then he made the earth. That's right. He's the original OG, but he made man in his image and in his likeness. In order for God to make man in his image and his likeness, he had to have light. And light is a reflection when you have a shadow. So when God made man, he made man from the dust of the ground. It's not what man is made from, it's what's in man. 
So when God made man, he blew his breath into him and he made mere dust become a living soul. The first iPad is really not what Steve Jobs did. The first iPad is what God did in Genesis. I feel like teaching here. It's what God did in Genesis. He's trying to see is Adam clicking cash memory and talking like him and thinking like him or you reflecting who I am. So what God did was start bringing animals two by two mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and everything that Adam called them that's what they will become. So what Adam is looking at, the giraffes came and he said, you're going to be giraffe. These horses came that looked like horses but they were white and black. He said, I'm going to call you zebras. Lions came and roared he said, I'm going to call you like everything he did, he named. When he got finished naming everything, he went back to God and said, everything that I named, I named. But I don't find anything that refix me. I see everything that I can call, but I don't see nothing that can help me. <laughs> God. So God says, this is what I'm going to do. Lay down if you don't mind for me. He put Adam back to sleep. Mm-hmm. He put Adam back to sleep. He put Adam back to sleep and put woman out of man. I don't even have time to tell you that there's a woman trapped in every man. That's why you got to know when you say, that's why we call him, we say, you are the one. The one means you are the one that fits me. That fits me. So when Adam, come here, uh, first lady, uh, when Adam, when Adam woke up, when Adam woke up, he didn't call her, see what I'm saying? This is why I like her. This is why I like her. He called her by the name from the only thing on her person that was different from him. She got eyes like me. She got feet like me. She got hands like me. She got chest like me, but her chest ain't really like me. But she got something that ain't like me. So you say you're going to be a man, but you're a different man. You're going to be a real man. Oh, God. He called her because the word real man comes from the word room, from the Hebrew world where we get the word matrix. Matrix is what purpose and life is. Oh, God. I'm trying to tell you when you take the limits off God can procreate in your life to the point two of the same thing can have a good time but it won't create nothing two of the same thing can have a good feeling but it won't create nothing so in my mind this is how it looked when Adam woke up he called her by the thing that was different you shall be woman Watch it right here. Stay down for a second. She's a help me. Help him up. Come on, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Help him up. Because now, same from the same stock, same purpose, same destiny. Percy, but yet different. But yet different. No limits. No, nothing what they can do. Not backgrounds or history has everything to do. Perceived that you are my house. You are my husband. You are my Lord. I serve you both. No, he, he can't disrespect her because to disrespect her is to disrespect him. Calling him Lord is fixing his plate. Doing whatever he acts is not an issue because I love him. I do whatever. Jesus. 
Yes, sir. See, 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 some of us don't have a marriage, you have an arrangement. Because I'll get out of it. I get out of it. I get out of it. I get out. I get out. I get out. That's why I told you earlier to change seats. Because sometimes you can be connected not to a wife, but a knife. Something that may kill your very destiny. Thank you. The Bible says that Sarah said, this ain't happening with me. Go into my handmaid, Hagar. She went into Hagar. He went into Hagar. So we now know who's the problem. It's not hearing the word that's the problem. So Abraham, fellas, is not, his little boys can swim. But she is not, ladies, in the mood to have it. Not only is she unable to have it, she ain't in the mood to have it. She is not menopausal. She is, is off. It ain't on pause. It's off. It's off. It's off. Women are the emotional beings of men. But God don't live in emotions. He keeps your tears and put them in a jar. It takes both things. You can get in your kitchen all day and cook and, and, and create everything you want. The oven don't cook the food. The food is cooked from the seasoning of the chef. The oven is the place where the food prepares. A good chef has nothing to do with a good stove. I can put a golf club in your hand and I play golf. To me and you, it's just, we may get out there. What you hitting golf? Thank you. I put it in your hand and it's worth nothing. I put a golf club in Tiger Woods' hand, every camera in America will show up at your church because when it's your season and your time, you can, something that I use and I look at and say, this is just an iron stick. He turned an iron stick and broke the limits. God is telling me to tell somebody in this room, he's getting ready to break the rules to bless you. Hallelujah. He tells them, and I'm closing. He tells them, she said, go to Hagar, my handwife, and Hagar can produce what Sarah can't. Hagar can produce what Sarah can't. Hagar can produce what Sarah can't. God sometimes will provoke you. <sighs> Let me say it like this. Of all the people that Jesus called basically friend was not even Peter, it was Judas. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Judas technically was the only one that was going to put him on the cross. When Peter started saying, you can't go to the cross, he called Peter Satan. Sometimes God has to come here, man of God. Uh, you, you look like a plain uh, uh, man that, you know, you won't, 
you don't you don't like you would do much, you know. So you just, you know, you know. See that laugh? See that, you hear that laugh? That laugh says, okay, okay, okay. God has sometimes will put people in your life to provoke you, to provoke you. Mm -hmm. So you don't like that. It's to provoke you. It's to get on your nerve. I'm going to let them do something that you know you are anointed to do, but you won't come out of your mentality because you are afraid to do it. In our text, if you'll notice, Sarah is stuck in this tent. She's in a plane of memory, but stuck in a tent. She has a mentality that she can't conceive. And when you think that you can't conceive, see, I'm from the South. And been from the South, I was reared by my grandmother. My grandmother had her first child at nine years old. My grandmother told me that you were not a woman until you were able to birth a child from the culture that she was reared. From nine years old, after dying at, at, at 86 years later, 14, uh, 14, uh, uh, great, uh, 14 kids, uh, 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 60, uh, 14 kids, 50 uh, grandkids, and 68 great grandkids. And out of all of them, I'm the only saved male preacher in the entire family. Entirely. Not just saved preacher, saved. Saved. If you will look on my face, this, 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 this scar that's on my face is because my great grandmother was Choctaw and they believe in voodoo. So as a baby, they thought that there was some kind of curse upon me and my grandmother basically snatched them because she knew that God had a special anointing on my life. This is a woman who could not write, did not count really good, but had a credit score of a 720. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me uh, 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 up in here. You, 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 you got to understand when God get ready to prepare you for something, he'll start in your history because your history is an indication that your destiny is going to be great. That's why the devil is fighting some of you where you are right now. That's why you feel like you have a hard time. It feel like I'm not going to ever get up out of this. I'm not going to ever come up out of this. Oh, Y'all ain't going to talk to me here. Huh? Tyler Perry may not be in church uh, and Monday may not be popular, but they say it ain't what they call you. It's what you answer to. Y'all ain't got to talk to me up in here. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, my destiny is calling me. She is stuck in this tent. This temporary dwelling place to hide her insecurities for not being functional. Temporary dwelling place. Temporary dwelling place. Self-medicated mentality. You can't grow no church like this in What's the name of this place again? I can never get it. Hassensack? Hackensack. Hackensack. Now, I was told that this used to be a different place before it was a church. Now, same place, different purpose. Same place, different purpose. But the problem is, 
the church then came in here and you even become so close-minded that we don't want to grow anymore and God said you remember what this place used to be I need you to do in here into the spirit what you need to do is come out strip out the mentality of what you have had on and say it can be done tent I woke up at 6.30 in the morning and God says temporary exile of negative thinking I wrote it out and it spelled tent he said this is a place you go to to tell yourself that you can't do it wow wow this is a place you go to in your mind to tell yourself, I can't do that. You know how many times Michael Jordan practiced playing basketball at the free throw line before he became Michael Jordan? Do you know how many times Abraham Lincoln ran for office before he ever became president? You keep looking at the you keep looking at failure as though failure is there to stop you from being uh, uh, favorable. But failure is God's way of saying it's going to cost you more than that. <laughs> so y'all going to talk to me. It, it, it's going to cost you more than that. Ladies, if you want a four, you want him to give you a four carat ring, you know how you can easily get one by yourself at least two. <laughs> you want a six bedroom house by yourself at least three so when he finds you you can say okay you're not going to take me into something that I already got limit doing hair in your kitchen because you think that you can't take won't take the necessary time to go to school and be educated wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous but God cannot bless, bless the church in the way he wants to bless us. It's because we have thieves and robbers in the church ourselves. You, not only are you robbing yourself of your own destiny because you won't, you won't walk in your full potential. You're looking at where you are right now as though that this is it. This ain't the harvest. This is the seed. This is not the harvest. This is the seed. I had a guy, um, 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 uh, of course, I do fashion and styling. Now, honestly, uh, brother, I don't want, and I make clothes, like design, make, literally. Design. No, no, no. I'm not talking about like, I can go, I'm not a stylist, is somebody who go and take from your closet or go shopping for you and they put something together. I can do that. But I also design or what it looks like. But honestly, I don't sell clothes. I actually sell confidence. Honestly, I don't want a fine or handsome man in my clothes. Because you ain't going to look at my clothes. You're going to look at him. I want somebody who don't look like the fine man or the handsome man. Because when you see him, you're going to see the clothes because... A $3,000 suit is also on the rack. But if I put the same $3,000 suit on you and you don't have no swag or no confidence, it's no, what's different than you than a clothes rack that's $3? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
It ain't what you hanging on, it's what's hanging in you. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. I told a friend of mine who sells weed. Yeah, sells weed. Yeah. <laughs> loud, loud, loud. Yeah. Yeah. Dank, stank, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. See, we get, yeah, we get, we, we, we get, we, we get all boo. Yeah. Calm down. You don't have a problem when they said in the barbershop. Yeah. Let me check your lips. Always be careful of the people who scream too loud. Yeah. That's why the church can't be comfortable because it's, ah, shut up. <laughs> be comfortable. Be comfortable because the church in the 21st century is not going to be people in three piece suits. In my office, in my upstairs, in your office right now, I got three books that I'm picking out for Project Gideon. Three books. One of them is called The Autopsy of a Dead Church. Optos of a dead church. Of all the real miracles Jesus did in the kingdom, he did it to people who were none related. None related. They don't look like me. Now, if Judas been following Jesus for the last three years, why would he need to pick Judas Jesus out with the with the soldiers? Because he didn't look like them nor reflect them. Their relation, their culture, their kind are nothing. I'm ba- I'm still in the tent with Sarah. It's a mentality. It's a mentality. The woman at the well, she said, the Hebrews have no dealing with us. Mixed breed, a mutt. Not the same thing. Church don't look like it. The best thing that God could have did for us, and I'm saying it on camera, was did what he did for us on November the 8th. Take what you wanted and give you something of what you needed. You needed a push so you won't be comfortable for another eight years of saying, I see it, so I ain't got to do it. Now you got something that may threaten to pull you back. That may pull you back from where you come from. You got a wake-up call in a way. Man said, I don't even need your salary. Just give me a dollar. When you got around somebody who don't need you, it's a reflection. That, 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 that you mean I don't need to turn tricks? No. That means you got to do something for yourself. You got to realize the man that put you up is the same man that can take you down. Fear. A lot of people are nervous and scared and reckless. You know why they're nervous and scared and reckless? It's because we don't have confidence anymore. Because you believed in something that you shouldn't have believed in anyway. Come on. Ain't no man in no White House gonna help you. He helped you with where you live. Come on. The Bible said this is not. We are. We are temporary dwellings. You're not here. This ain't your home. This ain't your home. My Jesus. God is shifting and taking everything up. Who would have thought 
that the Pentecost assemblies of the world, after 100 years, that men helped women back now were made. Jackie McCullough, the first woman bishop, 100 years. It took the church 100 years to decide a woman could be the same reflection of a man. 100 years. The church is still trying to catch up. And the homosexual world, LGBT, all of those are three different types of sexuality. And they all got together and they all have a national law passed across the board. And the church still is the most segregated place on Sunday morning because we still ain't together. We, we are marching on November the 9th. It's too late. You should have marched your behind November the 8th. <laughs> and it's limits. It's limits. It's limits. Some of you don't know why he put mirrors in this building, but I do. It's to make you look bigger than it really is. Absolutely. It's the little things we do to help you grow. It's the little things we do to help you to come out of it. We look at things totally wrong. We get it misconstrued. I get down south. We do this in church. And we don't know where it comes from. It's, it's, when, the, it's, when, it's when the slave master would sit at the bottom of the, of the theater. And the slaves would sit at the top. And when you wanted to go to the bathroom, you held your hand up. Master would not, and you held your hand up, which means I got permission to move. That's right. Wow. That's good. That's it. Wow. <laughs> Guide me over thy great Jehovah. Peer them through this barren land. God was, was cold out in, in, the, in the field to say, tonight we're getting out of here. And we call it devotion in certain churches. My grandmother for, 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 for four years taught me how to cook. So when they start saying uh, oxtails, I lit up. Bye-bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the thing that shocked me when I went to Accra is that my African brothers and sisters were no different from me. It just depended on where they, they landed after a slave ship. In New Orleans. We're all the same people. It's just where you rear your culture. It's limits. Abraham is not the problem. Sarah is the problem. What's her problem? Her problem is she can't conceive what God has said to, about the man of God's life. Why she can't conceive it? Here's my two points and I'm out of the way. She's laughing at it. There's no way God can do that. I'm 50 years old. I can't go back to school. I ain't got no educated. This is it for me. That's why you are where you are. Because you are laughing at the principles of God. You're laughing in his face when you don't do it. You're laughing at God. You're telling God it don't work. In Revelation 19, God proves to us. He's sitting on a horse, tattooed on his side. He got crowns on top of his head. He's literally dripped in blood. He's telling you the word of God has already been tried. But if you say that this word, you believe this word, I got to try you with the word. You can't say he's a healer if you don't he ain't been sick. We got limits. We got limits of how we perceive and how we think and how we look. 
We let little bitty things trap us and keep us intense. And you laugh at yourself. Because we, we're paraded to see fine women on TV and small built men on whatever. Fine. Mm -hmm. it, ain't what, it, it ain't them, it's you. It's how you see it. Thank you. 25, 25 years of living in a tent trying to produce a baby. Can you see two old people trying? There's no way. But the, but, but the angel said, is there anything? What's your name? Edgar. Edgar, anytime you hear or see God ask a question in the Bible, it is mean that the question is so profound that it may be stupid when you realize it. <laughs> Why would God ask you a question when you are already looking at the answer? When God starts asking you questions, he's trying to see, do you know where you are? Is there anything too hard from God? Anything. Anything too hard from God. Uh, anything. What goes up, come down. What goes up, come down. It's just going to pull it. But somebody said, I bet you I can make that stay up there. And created an airplane. It's called, he broke the law of aerodynamics. What I'm trying to tell you, if you take the limits off, write this down and I'm done. If you take the limits off and stop laughing and stop lying to yourself. Sarah, did you laugh? No, I didn't laugh. Yes, you did. You lied. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Now, honestly, I have a ring on, but I'm divorced. My wife said she didn't want to be married to a preacher no more. That's fine. No problem. The moment she closed the door of, of not wanting to be married was the door of me to go to Dallas, Texas. Every time I see my ex-wife, I give her $100 until she realized why I was giving her $100. She realized that the $100 was an insult because she did me a favor. If she had not closed the door, God could not have opened one. Don't get a king-size bed, lady, until there's a king to go with it. You can't put a crown on a clown. Hold him up to the light first. Come into the light, Carolyn. It's how you see yourself. All type of stories all, top, all around the world, people are popping up. Steve Jobs changed the rules. Mark Zuckerberg changed the rule, Facebook, literally. Facebook Live is making the word network nervous. Because now the small church can get on the same level of playing field as the big church. The, God is bringing everything back to full circle. Everything. Shut-ins and prayer meetings. Everything is coming back. Write this down. Either I'm crazy or I'm about to make history. But if you, you got to take the limits off. That's your word for the rest of the year. Either I'm crazy or I'm about to make history. You want to be comfortable. You want to stay in your tent. 
you, 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 you let what other people say, all them preachers want to do is get your money, and, and you let them people on preachers of L.A., all that stuff, you let them feed you. But I watched a boy from Louisiana go play at Mississippi State who is now changing the economics of Dallas, Texas, and he shouldn't even be quarterbacking. He is literally doing it while I'm talking to you right now. Literally. Literally. You cannot have, you, you cannot have, you, you cannot say you want the wealth of God when you have a kindergarten work ethic. Oh Amen. Amen. It's not going to happen. I don't care. Monique, y'all remember Monique? You know, Monique, Queens of Comedy, Monique. You know, Monique Precious won the Oscar, Monique. Got up at the Oscars, Monique. About time, Monique. You know, Monique, big girls, Monique. And now, hadn't had a movie since the one she has out now. Because you can let your mouth write a check that your faith can't cash. You can talk yourself up out of something. Your mindset. How you see it. You, do you remember when Jamie Foxx on, uh, on uh, uh, Steve Harvey said, Oprah them brought me, got me and brought me into a room in L.A. And, and sat me down. And he walked into the room and it was Sidney Poitier. It's because in order to get to the next level, somebody had to teach you and tell you where it is. Yeah. Michael Vick was the same guy in Virginia fighting dogs and still playing football. It wasn't no different when he got some money that he, it wasn't no different. It's how you it's, it's how somebody mentors you into the room. You don't go to the White House in a black tie affair and you got on a, a red tie. Real fashion means you don't stand out, you blend in. But somebody don't teach you that you won't know that. You won't know that. I, I got a friend of mine. I'm back to the wee guy. I ain't forgot. <laughs> I said, uh, hey, what you going to do when, they, when, when, when the whole world legalized weed? Wow. He said, huh? <laughs> I, said, I said, what you going to do? I said, you know, they took pimps off the street, and now they, they, they check cashing places yeah. in suits. Yep. They're doing the same thing with weed. Mm -hmm. What you going to do? He said, man, that stuff don't mean nothing. All weed is the same. I said, it really? <laughs> Have you ever looked it up? What's the, you don't even know the professional name to even call it. That's right. Hibiscus or Incas. Or in, you don't even know it. Mm -hmm. It's a billion dollar business. Let me bring it to a more church term. Are you, gonna be, are you going to be Netflix or Blockbuster? Oh. <laughs> I got, I got it in my phone, sis. Literally right now, in my phone, right now. When I went to Accra and they showed me everything, and they showed me where they took all the slaves at and how they took them over and everything. Um, Charleston, West Virginia, um, um, the Caribbean, Louisiana, place they dropped them off. Um, um, I'm not talking about race. It is, that's why we have to be careful in this culture when we talk about it. But at the height, think about this, at the height of slavery, 
Because we thinking that the Civil War was over slaves. That ain't over slaves, it's over money. It's over money. There are more African American men in public and privatized prison right now than it was at the height of slavery. But because Lil Wayne comes out of prison and sag his pants, you think that it's a fashion culture, but you don't understand the culture of prison. So now, watch this, sis. HIV AIDS is highest among African American women because the word DL is only known among African American men. Because why? African American men have all been together for the last 18, 20, 30, 50 years. Yes. <laughs> HIV AIDS is, is highest among African American women. I wear a wedding ring on my finger because I don't want no woman to, to be bothering me because there are more women out there who's looking for a mate than has ever been before. Yes, Lord. <laughs> if you flip down your Instagram, the men look like women and the women look like men. Men are now moms. Nothing wrong with it if that's, if that's your, your, your situation. Nothing wrong with it. But it creates a mentality. And it's the same thing in church. And I'm over my time. And I'm done. And this is not how I really wanted to do this church. Uh, to really preach this man, I really wanted to preach the paint of this world. <laughs> But something kicked in me that I hate more than, 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 than wanting to preach the paint off the wall is I hate ignorance. I hate ignorance like I hate disease. I hate ignorance like I hate okra. <laughs> it looks like it got a disease. <laughs> Stupid means you don't know. Anything you don't know, you must pay for or pay someone who does. Mm -hmm. Pay someone who does. Ignorant. Take the lemon off. Sarah and Abraham had the baby at the time according to life, but he had to change her mentality. He had to get her to stop laughing and lying to herself. You got to stop laughing in line and say what you cannot do. Stop laughing in line and say what you cannot do. Who would have thought? Think about this. It is 2016. Donald Trump is in office and Shirley Caesar is at the top of the hip hop chart. God is reversing the order. Taking the limits off. And guess what she did? She didn't create the son. She embraced it. Mm -hmm. She embraced it. She embraced it. She's an icon in the, of gospel music. She embraced it. She embraced it. To see my bishop move from the potter's house stage, from sitting behind the desk to sitting in his chair, was different. Mm -hmm. What that means? That means that when someone moves, that means there's room for someone else. God didn't need Sarah's eggs to have a baby. God needed Sarah's confidence that he can do it without eggs.
You live in an entrepreneur. What I was trying to tell my weave guy friend was, I didn't buy from him. He's a friend. Uh, I let my I let my brother buy for him because my mother wrestles with breast cancer, and that's the only thing that helps keep food down on her stomach. And I went with my brother to make sure my mother wasn't getting lace weed. And from going back and forth, I didn't dress to look like a preacher, talk like a preacher, say anything like that. He just kept saying, that's something about you, bruh. That's something about you, bruh. I said, it's something about you, too. <laughs> you make sure you don't say my mama no crazy weed. That's the only thing that should keep her down, because she's going through chemo, and she can't keep anything down. And I, and I, couldn't, what could, I couldn't sit there and keep, not let her eat. I mean, it just happened one, two Christmases ago. It just happened. My brother and them did it, and, and, and my family, I let them, I don't, I don't let them call me pastor, I don't let them call me elder, I am the same, Daryl, uh, my nickname is Kojak because I'm bald head, that's the name of my suit company, Mr. Kojak, 1976, yeah. <laughs> same thing, the very thing they called me, was the very thing I too used to name, and so my mother who used to, my, my, my real father sold it. My mother used to smoke it. My brother and sister, they all high, get high on Christmas. And my mother finally said, let me have some of it. Just laughing and talking. She cooked the food but couldn't eat it. And before you know it, you know, you know, she's El Elyon. means most high. <laughs> yeah. The reason I don't have a problem and talk about it because I don't let people put me limits on me. Oh, please. I wouldn't care. I'll call you out right now. Don't play. Uh, and she, like, oh, I feel good. And, you know, the doctor said, you know, we see that you and your, your screen, that you, you know, like you've been hitting something. He was like, how you feel? She was like, meaty. You're up two pounds. He said, I can't tell you what to do, but if it's working. Now it's a Christmas tradition. <laughs> I go home and when I go to my mother's house I take two sets of clothes when I go in and stay in the room it still comes out but I let them be them I let them be them you have to let people be them enough to know that I love you anyway Anyhow, take the limits off, church, and God can take you somewhere. Who in here believing that God is really getting ready to move you and take you to another level? You know why I preached like I did today? And the way I went today, I could have preached it and did everything. You, I scoped the whole church. You got guys in here who who, who not reared up in church. You got cultural people in here. I promise you that I related to everything in this house and didn't disrespect any of it because people only will subscribe or conceive what they relate to. You can't, you, you, you can't tell me to put down alcohol until you stop eat putting down chicken. Because alcohol is not killing our people, African-American. It's diabetes. 
you want me to pray for you? I don't pray for people on Christmas holidays. You're going to do all that kind of stuff, especially my family. Pray for me. My head is swimming. No, you shouldn't have ate that stuff. You shouldn't have ate that stuff. Come and sit down. Yeah. People only. Until you sit where they sit, you cannot win them. People sit and they relate to them. When the last time you sat down? I had took my, I took one of my friends to um, to the barber shop. I said, "You took me to the country club where we go play golf. Let me take you to the black man's country club. This is what this is our country club. It's the barber shop. You cannot win people you don't relate to." Every girl on the street is not on the street because she's trying to sell her body. Maybe she got two bodies at home she's trying to feed. Who here believe like God did something for you in your mind? Your theme is ministry without measure. You can't keep sizing people up before they get in here. I'm from the country. You can't clean catfish in the water. <laughs> you have to catch them first before you clean it up. I believe that God wants to do something special in this ministry and special in your life. Lift your hands all over this room. All over this room. objective is not so much of having a bigger church. It's having somebody to have a mindset that's not locked down to church. Real ministry is, is when, when you're at your job, that is real ministry. If you work at McDonald's, that is where God has you at as a secret agent of change to show ministry. This is not ministry. This is headquarters where you come get food. So when you go and get on your post, driving the bus, flying the airline, that's where real ministry is. Not wearing a cross around your neck or, 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 or whatever. There's nothing wrong with it. But, but, but because we don't look like church don't mean God ain't in us. Take the limits off. Two of the same thing can only have a feel good. Get around, get from around people that just look like you and find somebody else outside of your color, your kind. Take the limits off. Touch the name and say, take the limits off. I'm way over my time. But I'm trying to tell you, it can happen in this place just the way God gave it to you. I have decided that I probably am going to be, probably not have the son that I wanted, or probably won't get married, probably, because some of the ladies that I meet, they're crazy. They are. They keep asking me, what do you bring to the table? I keep telling them the table <laughs> for you to set your stuff on. It's a mentality. I want to be a blessing to this ministry. I want you to take the limits off. And I want you to bless according to the way you have been fed. But I don't want you to do it out of a religious mentality. I have no word. I'm not prophesying. I have none of that. But I want to challenge you. Because 
Anything that you have in your head is a reflection of your heart. You ever want to see where a man, a woman's heart is, check what's in their hand. Their hand is a reflection of their heart, of how you've been received. That's why I said earlier today, thankful people, bless a broke person who's been homeless. They crying and snot and everything is running is because they've been cold and they know what it's like. So they're grateful in how they received. No music. Thank you. None. Because I want, it, I want you, it to be a clear decision. Some of you are blessed beyond measure. You've already met ministry requirements of what we were asked. That has nothing to do with what you have received at this moment. God says, you're in overtime, son. I said, yes, Lord, I know I got to get out of here. He said, tell my people that's where I am with them. They OT is not overtime, but they're out of time. I sent you to break the mentality. Say, you're out of time. What are you going to do? What do you do when the police officer who had pulled you over and you know your license is suspended and he lets you go? Because some of you have been driving in fear for so long. And when God keeps getting you out and getting you out and getting you out, getting you out, this is the last get out free card. You have received a word from God. Not in the way you normally received it. Normally by now you'd be like, time going to go. I'm tired of the little boy. He's too long. Child. We got time to go. Breaking the order. That's what he's doing. The whole order. It's out of order. Everything from this morning has been all out of order. And that's what he's been trying to do is get you out of your little tent. The little temporary dwelling place that you keep yourself in. That American Express card that you keep behind all the rest of them and you're like, no, that's just enough. Because you think giving to the church is a reflection of who you are. Yeah. Tomorrow you could not have any of it. Amen. You could not have any of it. You can blink and it can be gone. Because hear me. You are challenged for what you do here. Mm. Blessed, you're, blessed is the man who hears the word and doeth. Amen. Oh, you, you are challenged. The worst thing you could have did this morning was come hear me. <laughs> Because you are not responsible for what you hear. Don't let the enemy trick your mind in saying, oh, these little church games are trying to get your money and this. Oh, please. The $30 that you have in your pocket that you're holding on to, I promise you, you can do more with it in the kingdom than you could with where you are right now. It's a mentality. It's how you see yourself. It's how you reflect yourself. I want you right now all over. Bless this word, this house, 13 years. So into this word of how you have been blessed. No music. You don't need any. You don't need no wooing. You need to operate in the word that you have been received. And I'm telling you, when you take the limits off, God will break the rules.
to bless you. I can go through scripture after scripture after scripture and show you everybody who broke the rules. All over this room, all over this building, we thank you for what you're getting ready to do. Bless every seed giver who has received this word. Bless this church, this pastor, this leader. According to you have blessed them. I pray that seeds have been planted into the minds and hearts that have blessed them. Thank you for every person who's going to grow and increase in receiving of this word. Thank you for giving them life, health, and strength. For bringing us out of our tents and moving us into our destiny. To giving us more in the name of Jesus. Thank you for keeping us and moving us into the next dimension. That where we are right now will definitely not be our final destination. Thank you for taking the limits off. Because it's a new season. It's a new day. We thank you for a fresh anointing that's coming our way. By this time next year, God, let them own the whole block. Push walls as you continue to push us. Thank you for bringing us as a melting pot of culture and not a melting pot of races. That we are one people with one mind. We are the gathering church. The place of unmerited favor. In Jesus' name, let everyone say thank God.